0: You ready? It's time for Talk To Me Tuesday Podcast. Here's your host, NFL veteran, motivational speaker, educator, and father, Ricky Sapp.
1: What's up? we gotta let it shine. I'm glad you guys are here. So look, I need to know who's all watching and where are you guys watching from? That's right, Georgianne. I was singing. I was singing my favorite song. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. (laughs) Rogers in Great Court, South Carolina. Aunt t is in Bamberg, South Carolina. We got Angela in here, so I guess that means we got Canada in here. Melissa's in the Queen City. Charlotte, what's up, Melissa? Georgia is in inlet on her couch, enjoying the, she enjoying this drip drip out the window. If you guys didn't know, I'm in Merida Beach, South Carolina, Surfside Beach, by the way, and it is raining right now. We are getting some good rain, all right? But it's still a great day. So guys, look, this is Talk To Me Tuesday. If you guys want to continue to come in here and let me know where you're watching from, I would love that. All right. I would love that. And then look, you guys know I got a special guest today. But unfortunately, we can't hear him. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over a couple things. And then I'm going to bring Woody on. And then I'm going to let you guys type in questions uh, for him. If you guys don't know who Woody Dansler is, Woody Dantzler is the man. He was the guy before Trevor Lawrence, before Boyd, before Deshaun Watson. He was a quarterback at Clemson University. And guys, when I say he was incredible, he was incredible. He's from Orangeburg, South Carolina, where he played quarterback uh, at Clemson. And then he played in the NFL for a couple of years. Um, I'm excited to have him on the show. Uh, I'm going to bring him back on the screen here shortly. And then right over to the right guys in the chat, I want you guys to have some questions ready for him. And then Woody is going to uh, type up a little bit uh, about himself and what he's doing now. You know, now he does uh, the same thing I do. He does motivational speaking. And it's for kids, uh, from what I can see. So, um, always great to be able to, you know, uh, work with someone, a fellow Clemson Tiger. But work with someone who has the same passion as I do. And that's with kids. All right. So, I'm so glad you guys are here. (laughs) is in the building. How you doing, Amber? Hope you guys are having a great day. Let's see. Who else is in here for Talk To Me Tuesday? Uh, hope you guys are having a great day. Angela's in the building. That means Canada's in the building. Let's see. Let's see who's all in here. I don't want to miss anybody. Roger Jr. is in the building. Amber is in the building. Angela's in the building. Brandon's in the building. I think Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann! I think Carrie Ann in the building. Tiffany! Oh, we got Tiffany in the building. Tiffany's watching, I think. And we got Woody on. So, guys, listen. This is Talk To Me Tuesday. Now, I need to know, how was your Monday? How was your Monday? And then I need to know, did you work out with us on Monday? Because if you didn't, I'm so upset with you. I'm so upset! You should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) But how was your Monday, guys? I had a great Monday. I had a great Monday and uh today's been great so far uh, unfortunately i did get some bad news as far as uh, high school football in murder beach they are shutting us down as of thursday and what they are saying is because of the weekend everybody comes to murder beach so they are shutting us down um, as of thursday you know it's it's tough because the kids worked so hard and they were so excited about being back but i have faith that we will be back all right auntie Sydney said her money was great and she did work out with us Thank you for working out with us, Auntie Cindy. I think Melissa worked out with us, too. Watch this. Angela said, I had a great Monday. She said she loved the workout on Monday. Thank you, Angela. And she said, the workout on Monday. And she said, sorry to hear the news. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Angela, it's tough, man. These these, these kids need football. They need football. They need sports, period. Not just football. You know, so it just sucks that they are shutting us down. Amber said, currently trolling around Walmart. My mom just laughed when she, when she heard you scream Amber. <laughs> uh, thank you for watching Amber. Anybody else? How was your Monday? How was your Monday? Guys, did you enjoy the dance? Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? say said, I'm still trying to get back in my groove, but my son got his permit today. Congratulations on that, Ann. Um, I can't wait to my son get his permit and license so he can just go. He can go. And I can stop driving into school. So that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Auntie Sydney said those six inches on talk to, on, on um, the workout on Monday was tough. She loves those six inches. She loves it. Melissa said Monday was busy. Month and stuff. Oh, month and stuff. Yeah, it's a new month coming up tomorrow. So I know hopefully July brings us great news, right? So guys, look, if you didn't work out with us on Monday, guess what? Tomorrow is working out Wednesday. And it's all core. So you need no equipment. Nothing, no equipment at all. Just show up and we're doing all core, all right, for work it out Wednesday. But guys, remember this the words for the week is this, all right, cherish and apply. Remember on a Christmas Sunday, we talked about let's cherish what we have, let's cherish life. I know life is tough with this whole virus, with this whole race thing. I understand that, but we're still living and breathing, which means that we still have time um to do what we need to do uh, which means i think that god got something planned for us still so let's cherish that and then catch this apply let's apply pressure to life this week life has been knocking us down all year right let's apply pressure let's apply what we've learned this year let's apply what we learned about ourselves let's apply the different techniques that we have to fight back with life whatever that may be whether it's bible verses you know prayer um, whether it's just you getting up every day and doing what you need to do, let's apply pressure to life. All right. So the two words for the week is cherish and apply. Okay, cherish and apply. Let's do it. All right. So watch this. georgia said this. Well, gotta have that permit six months and one day before he can get his license. So you better get on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Watch that, Georgia Ann said, I just want to say, screw everyone in the nonsense. I'm fed up, just be happy. It ain't that hard, but it's a choice. Amen. It is a choice. It is a choice. Guys, thank you for watching Talk To Me Tuesday. George A. Gordon is watching, so watch this. Lean in, lean in. I'm glad you guys are here. Thank you for watching Talk To Me Tuesday on this new platform. I love you. (laughs) So, guys, watch this. My camp is coming up on July 11th in Bamberg, South Carolina at the Sports Complex. It's a football cheerleading camp, and it is sponsored by uh, Cornerstone Wealth Advisory. I'm so excited about that. I have... I have AJ Can, who's from Bamberg, who plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. He's a starter for them, actually. And then I have an NFL Pro Bowl Chili that's coming down, and she's going to be doing camp footage for the girls. Um, we're going to have a community cookout, a kickball game for the adults. We're going to have giveaways for the kids and adults. Um, everything is free. It's going to be a great day. If you guys can come, pull up! That's what the kids say. Pull up! I think Melissa's coming to the camp. So make sure you guys uh, come to the camp. If you can't come and you want to donate, that's okay. Go to the RickySappFoundation.com and press donate, and you can donate for my football cheerleading camp. July 11th, guys. Okay? July 11th. So, guys, is there anything else we need to to discuss? Because I'm going to bring Woody on in a minute. And, of course, I got some questions for Woody, but I would love for you guys to ask him anything. Um, I'm going to... Explain who he is again here in a minute. Um, Melissa said, We love talk to me Tuesday. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Melissa will be at the camp on July 11th. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate you. So, guys, I need you guys to get ready for Woody. I'm going to bring him on the screen here in a minute. Now, we won't be able to hear him. I do apologize. But I want you guys to type either in the chat or you can go down here and ask a question and click on that. And I will ask him any questions you guys may want to ask. Um, Woody is watching. Woody, when you when I bring you on the screen, I would love for you to type in the chat just a little bit about who you are and what you are trying to do now. You know, like you know, now that football is over, you know, what are you trying to do now? So, guys, I'm, I'm gonna bring him on, and I have a couple questions for him. Um, after we are done with Woody, we are going to uh, go back to some reminders. And then I'm going to get you guys ready for Work It Out Wednesday. All right, so I'm going to bring him on. <laughs> Carrie Ann said he must not have a fancy mic like you. <laughs> oh, look, guys, look. This is Woody Dantzler, guys. He's a, he's a very humble guy. But I'ma just go and tell you guys right now. Before Trevor Lawrence, before Tars Boy, before Deshaun Watson, Charlie Whitehurst, before all those quarterbacks, guys, it was this guy. Woody Dancer. Hey, so Woody, go ahead and uh, tell them who you are, and then uh, we'll go from there. I do have a question for you, but they can hear you. But go ahead, Woody. Tell them where you oh, are. Oh, well, I
0: just, I, I just put a little brief write up in the, in the uh, comment section, so you can read through that pretty briefly. I mean, it's really sh- simple, straight to the point. I mean, I'm, I'm a simple guy, not a lot of bells and whistles. Love Jesus, family man. Been working in a, here in the Upstate for about almost ten years now uh pharmaceutical salesperson and uh also really driven to change people's lives through my speaking and through my community service act- activities. so um no more no less I mean, just that's what it is that's what it's about i've been given a gift and I know that you i've know, read somewhere where it said where well, much is given much is required so I'm always striving to do my part so yeah so that that's that's me that's me I had my daughter fuss at me just now because I left. who was in there watching um TV together. So they both looked at me, where you going? I said, I got something to do. So, <laughs> so <laughs> heard-
1: if
0: if if so if you guys
1: follow college football at all, a football at all, this guy, especially Clemson football, this guy was an amazing quarterback at Clemson. Um did you tell him how long you played in the NFL as well? Right at four, like four years in the preseason. <laughs> And, <laughs> and then make sure you tell them you played for uh America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. You did play for yeah, them. I was
0: there out in Dallas, also in Atlanta, then back to Dallas. So mm-hmm. that's where I spent most of my career. Okay. So
1: I'm first I want to say thank you for coming on the show, man. It's it's definitely a privilege. I mean, before I went to Clemson, you know, you you, you paved the way for all of us. So I, I definitely want to say thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for that. Now, I, I do have a couple of questions for you, if you don't mind. Guys, you guys definitely can ask any question that you may have. Uh, my auntie Cindy did say, How old are your daughters?
0: My oldest is 17. My youngest is 11. <laughs> and then, then
1: Georgia Ann said, Poor thing played for the Cowboys. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is either right. love <laughs> or hate team. So, hey. <laughs> so here's my question for you, brother How did Woody? Danzler, the football player, come about? Like, where did it all start for you? I know you're from Orangeburg, South Carolina, right, right by Bamberg. A lot of great football players down there. So how mm-hmm. did Woody Danzler, the football player, come about?
0: Uh, my parents got tired of trying to corral me, honestly. Mm. That's what it happened. I mean, from the day I was born, even until now, I was, I'm full of energy. You know, there's no such thing me as being calm. Well, I guess I am calm, but I just always have plenty of energy. And I got started in martial arts first. And then one day my dad just asked me, um, you want to play football? It's like, sure. And that's pretty much how it started because we'd be out in the yard playing stuff like that. But um, for the most part, my dad asked me if I wanted to play. I said yes. And that's where it all began. Wow. So at Orangeburg,
1: in uh, OW, right there, uh, what was it like playing there? And then, you know, can you tell us, you know, some of the college that colleges that offered you or, or came to see you?
0: Well, you know what? Um, Playing in Orangeburg for me, because I'm still a big kid. So for me, the game is just what it is. A game is to have fun. So it was just fun. Fun. You you got friends that depend. You got friends, teammates, you know, that camaraderie that you build. You want to make sure you're doing your best for them. They're doing their best for you. So it's that brotherhood that you establish. And just going out there and and being able to showcase your skills and and take care of your brothers. But um, as far as teams coming to look, um, I really don't know. Because I'm, I was a lot naive when I was younger. But oh, then wow. okay. also my head coach, you know, he protected us from a lot of that stuff. You know, he didn't give us those questionnaire letters until our mm. senior year. So I didn't wow. know who was really looking at me. I just know I had a whole, I just remember a whole bunch of letters that my coach gave me go, um, at the end of my junior year, going into my senior year. And he said, just go mm. ahead and fill these out. Kind of gave <laughs> me insight on some teams that was calling or coming to games that I didn't even recognize. I didn't even know. So wow. recruiting wasn't, as big mm-hmm. and as polarized as it is now, you know, where you got rivals and all these different rating systems and, mm-hmm. you know, they offering kids in, in elementary school darn near now. So, it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> it wasn't that big of a deal, you know. I signed my letter of intent in my high school auditorium with the local paper and, you know, prints by my parents in, in my school. Mm-hmm. So, and none of wow. this YouTube, which hat I'm wearing, you know, none of that was it. So, it was pretty simple. You know, got these letters, and that's how it was. I really couldn't tell you. It was, just, it was a good bit of them, though.
1: So, quarterback. Now, now, did you want to play quarterback, or was that something they just put you put you at, uh, at at OW? They
0: actually that happened when I was in. You know, little league. You play pretty much every position, and, yeah. and um, actually, I was like you. I played running back and defensive end in in little league. <laughs> how about that? But um, <laughs> we um, also actually. I guess because I could throw the ball far. When I got to middle school, mm-hmm. placed me at quarterback, mm-hmm. and then was able to transition over to that in high school. So it started when I was in middle school, but uh, okay. I was always the one in literally doing the halfback pass if we ever threw the ball. But, if you ever threw the ball, gotcha. If we ever threw the ball? I was the one throwing it, but for the most part, it didn't start mm-hmm. until I got to middle school.
1: Okay, so can you tell us some of the accolades that you you have? You know, uh, while
0: playing at Clemson. Oh, we're gonna have to ask Google for that because that's. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I was I was always a firm believer that stuff that's the stuff even um, even in my sales career you know a lot of people get focused on accolades mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people I know some of the stuff like I know I got inducted in the Hall of Fame and I know about the two thousand one thousand first QB to do that because you know people always mention that to me but for the most mm-hmm. part I could care less never thought about it and um, my my focus was making sure I was getting better and i knew that as long as i continued to improve and do my job the accolades had no choice but to come my way but i wasn't pursuing them i was pursuing getting better
1: i love that man um man we need some kids to listen to that
0: <laughs> yeah so
1: what that's i mean that, that, that's a great way that's a great way to think and great attitude to have what do you think led to you you know being that way and just being so humble and just playing the game
0: um a lot had to do to my parents my upbringing You know, how my dad raised me, how we used to always have talks and how he would guide me and govern me. My mom was the same. You know, I had Mm -hmm. two hardworking parents. My mom worked third shift for 30 plus years, as long as I can remember. My dad Mm -hmm. has been, my dad, as long as I can remember, he's been disabled from Vietnam. Mm -hmm. So, you know, taking those trips down your way down Charleston area, did a VA hospital. remember Mm -hmm. making those trips. I just remember just, you know, having those conversations and then. Is this also a, something that now that I'm I'm grown up a little bit, i recognize that God made me this way for a reason. So wow. it's just the it's plan for me. So I didn't know it then, but I can look back on it now and see.
1: Wow, I love it. So so we have a question from Auntie and She said, "Did you spend a lot of time away from home?"
0: Yes, I did, and that was I think that's that was a great benefit to me, especially you know people in our area down there, Orangeburg, Bamberg area. You know, a lot of people don't get outside of Bamberg to get, make, take a trip to Columbia or Charleston. You know, you went somewhere. That's it. You know, that's it. So <laughs> being involved in football, being involved, I also ran Junior Olympics with like an island backup. It actually, like I said, it started with martial arts and she, we were doing tournaments in all across the, all across the country, you know, North North, South, all around the Southeast. So I've been traveling there, then got involved in Junior Olympics. So we're doing state meets, regional meets, national meets all across the country. And then, even then towards when I got to high school, we were doing meets because mm-hmm. my coach, who was a firm believer in getting us out there to actually run against prime competitions. So the region meets it. were easy because he was taking us to Georgia and Florida and Tennessee and other places to run against other people. You wow. know, so but it, it was no stranger to getting out and traveling. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've got a chance as a young one to to see a lot of our country. That's awesome. That's
1: awesome, man. Uh, of course, we got the question. What was it like playing in Death Valley as Woody danced? Like, how was it playing at Death Valley?
0: For me, it was like playing at home in the yo yeah, really? with my friends. Yeah, because this is one thing. Um, my demeanor was so just duck on the top of the water when I played. <laughs> yeah. I never, I never, and when I'm playing the game, you, see, you know, and people yelling and screaming. I never heard the fans in the crowd. I mean, wow. the, I never heard fans out in, in in the in the area in the stadium yeah. in any game. I've never heard them. It's wow. like background noise. I mean, you notice mm-hmm. it's there, but really, I never really heard it. But I can hear clearly my teammates, what's going on on the field. I can hear all that. But as far as what was going, on, people in the stands, never heard it, brother. That's <laughs> that's amazing, man. So <laughs>
1: Melissa, Melissa said Woody was a natural in the valley. I believe that. I truly really believe that. But for you to say you was that calm and collective and couldn't really, you know, didn't really pay attention to the crowd. That's really good, man. That is really good. Let's yeah. see. We got a question for you from Georgian. Georgian said this. What moment from high school to NFL stood out to you the most? Hmm.
0: What moment? Um, what moment? Yep. I don't know. Those so, points, so
1: <laughs> those yeah. Questions, so, um,
0: and you try to think about, you know, what, what moment stood out? Yeah, what moment stood
1: out from you from high school to the NFL?
0: I think it's just those moments, and they all kind of run together, those moments where, because, you know, just being transparent, even up to now, you know, I had – I fought a good bit and still do a little bit uh, with insecurities. Mm -hmm. But just being Mm -hmm. able to – like, I remember my sophomore year when I – the fourth game when I – my sophomore year on varsity, in the fourth game in – the first spring quarter, I wasn't doing well. So the coach put me in and I was able to go out there and prove it and end up starting the rest of the year and the rest of my time in high school. And then the same thing, like when you get to college, you know, you got a new breed of town, you got to prove yourself all over again. Just when you have that moment of, of, of confidence where you're like, you know what, I could play on this field with these people, you know, same thing. So in high school, I can play with these guys in, in college. You know what? I can play with these guys. And then you get to the NFL and you realize, you know what, play with these guys too. So those are the moments that you realize where, you know, because of the hard work, the dedication and the stuff that you put into it and you get out there and you see the fruits of it, it's like, you know what? It's like any other place. You got your sorry players, you got your average players, you got your system players and you got your great players. And, you know, being able to step out on those field and prove that you can play with anybody. Just those moments that you remember just give you confidence in everything in life.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. all right, we got some more questions for you. We got Angela said, if you could tell your younger self
0: anything, what would it be? I love that question. <laughs> <laughs> if I could tell myself, my younger self anything, um, yeah. it would be probably nothing. Mm, because wow. looking back, you, you got to think about it because when I look at things, because I, I, don't, I don't do the regret thing, mm. everything that happened and everything that I went through shaped me to be the person I am today. So if I went back and told myself anything, it may change or alter something. And, mm. and you know, that's not me missing out on something. That's probably someone that's supposed to be across my path that I'm supposed to speak into. It may change the course of their lives. So, no, nah, I wouldn't tell myself nothing.
1: I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So, watch this. Georgene Gordon said this. What is the most valuable piece of advice you could give to her son who plays uh, DN and tight end? Any advice? Say again? So, Georgian Gordon, her son plays defensive end and tight end. And she said, "What is the most valuable piece of advice you could give her son, position-wise?"
0: Position-wise.
1: Uh huh. He plays defensive end and tight end.
0: the The best the best knowledge that I would give is to uh, maximize your mental capabilities. Mm, so that means that. fully understanding um, your position what you're doing, why you're, if the coach is telling you to make this step, or if he's telling you to shoot with your hands, why isn't he telling you to do this? You know, what's the benefit? Understanding it to a degree, I mean, to a certain degree, to where it becomes natural, repeating it, working on those skills. You got to work at those skills, but then, you know, really understanding the playbook. Why is this play called? What is it supposed to do? So, because one thing that we must realize it's, it's our mind that, pushes us to do things once we get the mental picture we're able to fully understand things the body is just going to have to follow so a lot of people get it backwards they want to get out on the field and work the muscle which is very important they want to work their skill set which is very important but unless your mind is at the place where it needs to be it's mm-hmm. just going to be a, a physical specimen watching everybody else play
1: mm, love it love it love it love it we have another question for you they're taking over my questions here we go <laughs> oh man oh watch this so tiffany said you said you were like a duck on the water when you played was there ever a time you felt nervous or afraid if so why and how did you overcome
0: every moment before every game, always nervous, always nervous. Okay. the two games in my entire career where i was not nervous i had horrible games so I'm, I'm, I'm always nervous. I was always nervous during the game. But once you get into the floor of the game, it, it dissipates. But yeah, uh, it's just one of those things of I just rely back on my preparation. I think back to the, the things that I've done throughout the week. And I allow it to take over my body and take over my mind and rely on that because I know I put in a preparation. I prepare myself for the moment. That's how you get over it. But no, nah, I was always nervous.
1: OK, gotcha. Always nervous. But when you played in the game, you was calm.
0: Yeah, once I got to the game, after that, first, once, I, once I came off the sideline for the first time, called the first play, after that first play, it was, I'm good.
1: Good. I love it. I love it. So we know, you know, that you were spectacular at football. We know we, we know you played at Clemson NFL. Um, I want to talk a little bit now about what you're doing now. Uh, I know you do motivational speaking. Uh, can you just talk about that and talk about what's your audience and then talk about why did you even get into doing motivational speaking?
0: Well, well, let's, let's start first with the last question you asked. OK, why did I get into motivational speaking? And that was largely due to a man by the name of Darren Bruce. He was mm-hmm. a team chaplain
1: mm-hmm. when
0: I was at Clemson. He came in in 99 with Coach Baum and his staff. And he was the one that saw something in me. He was the one who first introduced me to Jesus for real. Because uh, you know, going back, you, I, I always tell a story of I always knew I was a good kid. Never got any trouble. Never drank. Never smoked. Respected my parents. They told me what to do. I knew what I could do. They gave me a lot of freedom because I knew what I knew right. I knew wrong, and I never did anything that was that was gonna get me in trouble. No issues with the law. No issues with school getting wrote up, written up, or anything like that. So. Always a good kid. But the thing was, you know, sitting in that first Bible study and listening to him just talking about, hey, you do this, you go to heaven, you do this, you go to hell. And it's like, you know, you got to know Jesus. Jesus is the way. And I was like, oh, shoot, hold up now. So you mean, I, I, you know, i don't disrespect nobody. I'm a good kid. I don't get in trouble with the law. No, that's not, that's, that's not, that's not it. What it is, is recognizing who Jesus is, accepting it as a personal Lord, and Savior, and then moving on from that. And it was from that moment where he recognized a gift in me, the influence that I had, the favor that God had placed on my life. And he started taking me places because he would go speak and do things. And then I remember one day he, um, we were we went somewhere and it was, uh, we, he had some kind of youth rally and he was trying to speak to the youth. And, you know, they were all over the place, weren't paying no attention. And he just stepped aside and said, You know what? He called me up there and told me to start speaking. Wow. And it was just one of more. And I just started talking and it's like they all began to gravitate to me. They were glued and I had their attention. They were listening and they were gleaning from me as a spirit flowed through me. So it was one of those things. Of, and so we got back in the car, we we're riding, he said. And then he started reveal some things that he already that has been revealed to him. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the right moment for him to tell me. So mm, we're wow. talking through these things and he's starting to reveal these things to me and he's telling me because I didn't recognize what was going on. I'm still naive. I'm just out there and I'm talking and OK, I'm talking to these these kids. I'm talking to these people. Right? But then as he began to tell me, as we're riding back from the event and I'm starting to realize and I'm starting to say, I do remember connecting with this kid. I remember seeing this kid, you know, slumped over and I see him all of a sudden he perks up or she, per-. you know, I'm starting to remember these certain things that I'm seeing in the crowd. And it was like, and then he started grooming me from there. And then just to be able to, to, to recognize the fact that I've been called to speak life into the people. And that's wow. all about. I really want to, I want people. I have this God has given me this unique ability to see people as he has created them, not as the knucklehead, not as the loud mouth, mm-hmm. not as the racist, not as the, the militant, you know, I see his greatness in them, and all I want to do is connect and let them recognize it the too, so they can walk in it. So that's what you know my speaking is all about.
1: Wow, I love that. I love that. So you you, you talk about kids—is there a specific age or all kids?
0: You know, I, the youth. I'm kind of I'm kind of torn in between where I want to go because really, my one of my first callings is um, is men,
1: mm, gotcha. because
0: I'm a firm believer that. And that and i'm pro- I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that a lot of things are out of order or disproportionate because a man's not in his place I'm mm-hmm. not saying that man is supposed to be ruling in dictatorship but there's just a certain authority that comes with a man that when he's at it, and you just think about in the home the single parent rate especially in the black community that all-time high is almost 75 80 percent that's about something mm-hmm. percent of mm-hmm. single parent homes and then you look at the kids and the result of it they have been able to directly tie, not just in the black community, but in the white community, in all communities. When the fathers not in the home, kids are more likely to get pregnant out of wedlock, or have a kid before they're married, to go to jail, to drop out of school. All these statistics are tied are tied to men not being in their place at the home. So, yeah. you know, that was one thing that me- that really showed me about. Because even thinking back into the garden when they talked about the fall and. Mm what it was it was just it just blew my mind when I realized, you know, we read through the scripture the whole time, you said, you know, the servant's talking to Eve and they're having that conversation and he got her to eat the apple. I'm sorry, right. eat the fruit. But mm-hmm. the thing that stood out he said, and then she gave to her husband who was with her. So this knucklehead standing here the whole time watching <laughs> what's going on and letting it happen. Yeah. So when that was revealed to me, it's just one of those things that we got to get these, these men right. We gotta get these young people right so they can actually stand up and be in a place. So you got to affect the men in their current state, but you also gotta change the narrative about working with the youth. So that's another big picture of mine, you know, changing their, their their course or their outlook.
1: That's awesome. So 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 working with the young men, but also in general, kids. Kids in general. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. So let me ask you this. What's what's your end goal? You know, is, is, is speaking what you want to do or is it something else you want to do? What's the end goal for Woody Dantzler? My end goal.
0: Um, good question. My end goal is really to take this this speaking to, to new heights and mm-hmm. turn it into more of not just speaking, but turn it into... A consultant, not even consultant type thing, a, a mentor type program, to where we're really getting kids and individuals in. And we break it up by by um, age groups, and give them what they need to be able to to unlock their true potential. Because for me, that's what my speaking is all about. You know, Love having it. people recognize the greatness that's in them, give them the tools to unlock it, and then give them the plan to walk in it for the rest of their lives. So, you know, that's what I ultimately want to see, whether it's through speaking, whether it's through a program, uh, whether it's through just being able to implement, you know, some type of legislation, you know, just still waiting on that big reveal on what it looks like. But from one of those avenues, be it speaking, be it uh, a mentor mentor type program, you know, it's gonna get done where we reach these individuals to tap into their true greatness so i
1: love that you know and as you were speaking uh i've seen a lot of your clips and when you speak you mentioned earlier how when you play football you're like a duck on top of the water i can see that when you speak you calm you collective. Uh, but i can see that you are uh you have the attention from the kids um mm-hmm. so that's awesome man that's awesome um yeah. right now i, if, daycare. Yeah.
0: I had a, you know working camps i had some parents ask me about doing daycare i'm like what do you mean daycare like, <laughs> you know <laughs> not because my favorite like some of my favorite group is the little kids so yeah. you know you had the camps where you got all the kids from age six all the way to 18 and then you had the parents they don't listen to me at home what do you do how do you get to listen i don't know it, it's a gift just one of those things yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh well i can honestly say that uh you have to have that gift to work with kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I realized. Once I figured out that my purpose was kids, yeah, I figured it out real quick that okay, this is a gift from God because yeah. I can grab the attention.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's
1: a, I got patience. I got patience with them. <laughs> yeah. I said I said, Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a gift from God. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, guys, if you guys got any more questions for Woody, uh, let's definitely get them out there. George Gordon said, I think. I think that's where things are getting slack. We are not providing our kids with all the tools they need. So, exactly. so, many, kid, so many kids are having to figure it out on their own as if parents and teachers uh, don't care. So Woody, I'm going to let you speak on that, but uh, I agree with 100%. I think as adults, as parents in general, I don't think we really uh, give kids the attention Um that they deserve. I don't even think we really look at them as kids anymore. You know, mm. uh, it it takes a village to raise kids, and I I think that village is just empty right now. That's just my opinion on that.
0: And we we are, we are, we as adults have become complacent. Mm. You know, we got mm-hmm. all of these new philosophies. We got all these new ways to reach kids and grow kids, and a lot of it just does not work. You mm. know, unlike anything else, you know. Each kid, you got, I got two girls in here, two kids in my house, both from us. And it's just one of those things that they're totally different people. You got to raise them both differently. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can overall have the same way of, of reaching and raising your kids, but still there has to be intentionality about how you truly raise and, 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 and raise, a, raise a young person. And the mm-hmm. thing about that is it takes a thing called critical thinking that mm-hmm. a lot of people are not willing to put the effort into. We've gotten so lazy, you know. You sit in mm-hmm. to school, and I, I the the figure actually leaves me at the moment. But the number the number of hours spent with teachers is compared to spending at home with parents is so lopsided. It's such a, mm-hmm. it's so lopsided. They spend so much time in schools and extracurricular activities, and it's like the parents got on for you know a smidgen of that time. So being able to really map out a plan to um, be able to take advantage of the time you got. But here's one of the biggest things that we're talking about, teachers and parents. and it, It's so much deeper than just, you know, you want to point at the teachers. You know, let's say the teachers are not doing their job and they don't care. But if you go beyond the teachers, you look at it. A lot of teachers don't have what they need to actually, as you, as you just stated, They don't have what they need to truly teach the kids. They mm-hmm. don't have the resources. I believe that. You know, especially in some of these, these um, poorer neighborhoods. But, you know, then instead of getting involved with the school system, it's kind of, oh, well, it's just how it is. So you're not getting on the board at the school. You're not getting involved with the district. You're not getting involved with the people down in Columbia. You're not paying attention to bills that's being written from D.C. that's coming down that's going to actually govern how your kids learn. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's how they got Common Core in into the schools. You know, because they thought it was a good idea, and no one really paid much attention to it, and now it's there. But when their kids come home, and they're frustrated, because I got frustrated, I had to teach my kid how to do math by going on YouTube, because I had no idea. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. at the table with my with my daughter, getting frustrated, because she can't understand the stuff, because it makes absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm. But you know, these are the bills that's being passed, the stuff they're talking about, and a lot of these these meetings are open to the public we don't know who our representatives are. We don't know who our district board person is. We don't know who our Senate is. You know, we don't know anything because we've gotten lazy. We've gotten complacent. We want everybody else to do what we've been called to do. So mm-hmm. instead of being so lazy, we have to take an active role. And It starts in the household. We have to start with our own kids and start to branch out. I sit on boards at both of my my daughter's school, both the middle school and the high school. And then, you know, because I want to be involved because my biggest thing, education is another pet peeve of mine because – what they're doing with our kids—they're teaching them, they're feeding them information, helping them they're memorize it them. so they can pass a test. But Amen. they're not teaching yeah. kids—they're not teaching kids how to learn and apply information. And that's yep. the big—that's the big downfall with doing with our kids. And they're thrusting with so much stuff, you know, these days. You know, they—they they gotta have somebody to help them navigate through all of that. And—and and that's our job. Mm-hmm. That's, that's our job, and we're failing it. Miserable. Oh man.
1: You should, you should say that louder. That's the first thing I, I, uh, I say to adults when I speak to adults. We are failing uh, these kids. Uh, I think we can talk about that all day. Oh. Uh, yeah. George and Gordon says, <laughs> when you have parents that ain't successful and come up short in life, there's no way they can share tools they've never used with their kids. You mm-hmm. give a kid a toolbox with no instructions on it how to use the tool, then you leave me wasting so much time when you could have taught them. Yes, something we have to learn on our own, but not the basics. The basics should be taught. The details we learn by experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she said, "Preach on, preach on that, with, uh, Woody."
0: <laughs> but <laughs> watch, no, watch, yeah, watch how simple I'm gonna say this real quick. Watch how simple this is. I want you to think about. I want uh, you know, you think about how many times, as growing up, you actually sat down at the table and ate with your kids, the entire family. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now think about nowadays. How much time is spent at the table eating together, no devices, you know, not in front of the TV, in the living room, but sitting down as a family. And just that one 30 minutes to an hour can be so impactful of conversation and talk. It can start right there. You know, you start taking your kids back. just to, Even if it's just 30 minutes, let's say we have, all had pizza. We order pizza. When we sit down at the table and we eat. And then you start yeah. to talk. Now you start to learn things. You get to get there. Now you know. Learn- and you'll be imagine, you you'll be amazed at those inequalities that we have as parents. You know, because I remember when I first when we had my we had our first child and I was so nervous. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then a and a good friend of mine, he said, trust me, you're gonna know what to do. It's cause it's yep. in you. I mean, we've we we've been given those, yeah. They say we've been down with inalienable rights, you know, we've been down with those since we it's it's nature. Like it's like asking a, a, a bear. How to take care of her cub you know they just know how to do it and so when my daughter was born you know she's crying for some reason i know she was hungry or i knew she was she needed to be changed or she just mm-hmm. she was sleepy i just knew what it was i don't know how i knew i just knew what it was and then it's building those relationships with those kids and that's what it takes you know you, you build a relationship with the kids in the home but then when we're talking about reaching those kids outside of our home with what you do um so so well it's taking the time to listen to them and build relationships because that's when you can't make change with anyone until you build a relationship. Jesus did it perfectly. You know, the Pharisees are fussing about him eating with the sinners and talking trash, but that's how you do it. He gets in there, he sits down with all the sinners and tacklers and whatever you want to call them, and he builds He builds with them. He grows with them. Now, as now, wants to build a relationship, I can get to a point to where I can speak to you. I can speak into your life. I can call you out on something, but you don't take it any kind of way because you know I built a relationship and it's solid and you know I care about you. And that's what it's about. We won't take the time to invest in these kids and show them that we care. That's all they're looking for. Yeah, they're, looking for somebody, they're, they're the best detector of right and wrong, of, of truth and fate, of real and not real. I mean, mm. their, their discernment yeah. is out of this world. And so they, yeah. they, they'll they spot a fake from a mile away. And they'll treat you just like it, too. So, yeah. I mean, once you establish that you, you're actually there, then they'll recognize that and they'll respond.
1: Well, I'm glad to say that because I, I I've told people before I used to go into these schools and try to be tough and and, and try to be this big bag <laughs> strong big black guy <laughs> and these young and these kids were I'm looking at me and said they was like just stop we know you love us man just just stop <laughs> and I could I, I couldn't front no more I was like you know mm-hmm. what these kids uh, kids just know they, they just know yeah I, I I think it's not till they leave high school and get into the real world that's when they uh, lose that ability to be able to know what's real and what's and what's fake, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, in my opinion. Watch this, Georgianne. Say, I grew up. I grew up every. I grew up every night sitting with both parents and all five sisters. That is one thing that I did not carry on with my kids like I planned. And you know why I struggled with that? Because my home did not have the foundation I grew up with. That is one thing I wish I had done differently. Hey, we still got time, Georgianne.
0: Yes, <laughs> still exactly. got time. That's what I'm saying. We're like, speaking of got time, I'm actually, I just, I just got my acceptance letter. I'm going back to school to get my wow. master's in psychology and developmental That's psychology awesome. because awesome. I want to take that step. I really want to understand you know, human behavior. I want to understand why the people do what they do and why they do it. What does the brain, I mean, how does that whole thing work? You know, because mm-hmm. I'm probably, I mean, I got some idea of how the brain works because my job, I said, I'm in pharmaceutical sales and we do, and I have a migraine prevention medication. So I have some understanding of how the brain works, but it's just specific to my medication, and how it works. You know, yeah. I really wanna see how it works because when it deals with human behavior. So like I said, I just got my second letter today. I'll start registering for classes. I'll tell you I'll start up in August and one point five, I'm done with my with my masters. What 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 uh what school
1: online or what school you, you It's gonna be Liberty to. University. Man, that's awesome, brother. Hey, we
0: got a clap for Woody, he's going back to school. <laughs> hey, that's awesome, yeah, brother. that's gonna be something else. And hey, this thing, I have watched this. I actually um um just just as my testimony, I'm, this, I'll be the first one to hear this. I actually, when I first applied for Liberty University, I got denied. And you talk about my naiveness, you know, because I had to send him a transcript. I never really looked at my transcript. My grades, I thought my grades were a lot better than what they were. Yeah. So you know, going into the program, you're supposed to have a, at least a 2.5. I think I had a I had a 2.3, a 2.2, two, a 2.23, or something like that. Something with the 2.3, but it wasn't a 2.5. My overall GPA. So they actually denied me at first. Yeah. So I had to write an appeal, and that's the thing. You know, a lot of times we'll we'll have a goal set, and then you know we'll have an obstacle, and then we quit. You know, you know what? that mm. one for me. So I could have yeah, really man. easily looked at that and said, you know what? <laughs> Well, I tried, you know, I gave it the old oh, honest try. No, this is a goal for me. So no matter what, was going to somehow or another, I was going to get that degree, whatever, however I had to get it done, it was going to get done. So I, thankfully, you know, just sending that appeal letter in, matter of fact, and I sent it in the first time, and watched wife said, send it to the wrong place. So they sent me an email back, I'm sorry, you sent it to the wrong place. Make sure that's <laughs> going go, don't click here, you know, just fill out on this form right here. So. So I sent it in, I sent the other one because I sent that in front of the appeal letter in on Thursday or Friday, one or the two. I think it was Friday. Thursday. Yeah. And it found out Monday that it was it went to the wrong place. So I actually and then I I filled it out Monday again and sent it to the right place. And I got my acceptance today.
1: That's awesome.
0: Wow. So
1: well, thank you for sharing that great video with us. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, any more questions for my guy Woody, man? Woody, I really appreciate you coming on. Hey, look, if they
0: want to hear any of your clips, where can we find you at, brother? Where can we find you? Well, you know, I'm on Facebook. He's on Facebook. Um, Woodrow Dance. I got both my personal page and my business page. danceler 3 LLC is, is my business. But they're both under Woodrow Dancer, And they both basically mirror one another. And then mm-hmm. I'm also on, on Instagram at, at WoodyDance3. So that's mm-hmm. Danceler I, 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 so Woody W O O D Y D A N T Z L E R I, 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 um, Woody dance three. So that's me on Instagram. So I'm also, I'm on LinkedIn too. That is right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So if you don't mind,
1: can you type in, uh, some of your social media in the chat so people can check you out? I would love for them to go check out some of your clips. And then I know where everything going on right now. Do you have anything planned for any uh, speaking opportunities that's maybe coming. any virtual, anything? You got the website coming. That's awesome. I want to say congratulations to you about that.
0: Um, definitely the, moment, enjoyed you. the the mm-hmm. couple of things that I did have um, was canceled. Yeah,
1: yeah, of course. It's and going then
0: on. Um, I, I've, already, I've done a couple of... Um, virtual things, but not nothing, mm-hmm. nothing recent that's on the books at the moment. Okay. So just gotcha. working through. Got gotcha. you. Nothing on the books right now.
1: Got gotcha. you. but yeah, I, we, we, we definitely appreciate you guys. I'm gonna let Woody go unless y'all got any more questions for him. We definitely have enjoyed you. Thank you for taking the time, man. Uh Guys, I'm telling you, this guy here is a, is a super superstar. So for him to come on here and uh chat with us, we really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. So, no more questions for my guy Woody. Woody, any any l- about this? this. Yeah, yeah, come on, g- yeah, give us give us everything,
0: now. give us everything. <laughs> I forgot about my my, my dog email
1: <laughs> Yeah, and then if you have any last words for us,
0: brother, we would really appreciate it. <laughs> Um, It's just one of those things. uh, I'm one of those. They want to call me controversial, but um, Mm. I like to like. I just like truth. When I realize truth and I recognize, I like to speak it. And it's one Mm. of those things of you know, dispelling the thing of. And I'm. I'm, I hope I don't mess you up because you probably said this. You know, they'll go around and they'll tell you really quickly that um, hey, if you believe it and you work hard at it, you know you can achieve it. You know, you hear it all across the world. And you know, you buy these, these kids buy into it, and they jump into it. Even when adults, will we, we'll buy into it. But the truth of the matter is, that's that's not true.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I give the example all love all the time. Because truthfully, when I was younger, I wanted to be the next Michael Jackson. You know, I was I even at one. Yeah.
1: And so
0: you sing, you dance, I work at it, but you know, I, sorry, I can't sing. So I'm not as good as you. I, I don't have them hums. I can't do it. So they run me out the building. So being the next Michael Jackson wasn't wasn't in the car for me. But the thing is, when I talk about gifts, that's what I'm talking about. Everyone is born with a gift and gifts. And it's a matter of figuring out what that gift is and then finding your lane and then putting that. And when you work on that gift, you work on that thing and you work hard and you put all your efforts into it. That's when you'll make your way successful. Not just picking up and saying, hey, I want to do this because you don't not. Everyone have the gifts to be certain things. You've been given a gift Mm -hmm. to be what you've been called to do. So, the biggest thing is figuring out what that is. But once you figure out what that is, that's when you go to work and that's when you make your way successful. So, that's Brother. what I heard. And it's never too late. I mean, it's, it don't, as long as you're breathing, you have an opportunity. And that's what we got to realize. As long as you're breathing, you have an opportunity. Mm.
1: I love that because right now in the world, unfortunately, and then you know what? You just brought this up. I mean, we can talk about this forever. Unfortunately, in the world, we see so many parents. You know, trying to, you know, tell their kids they can do certain things. You know, we we see adults as well, uh, trying to do someone's else gift, You know, yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of adults, they get upset in their feelings when you tell them you can't do that. Do what you're good at. Yes. We have a lot of we have a lot of right now. Listen, my opinion right now in the world, we have a lot of people that's trying to do somebody else's jobs. Everybody's trying to prove that they can do somebody else's job. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. So, so I love, I love that you said that. That's awesome. That we is have awesome. our
0: lanes. We got to get in it and play it. We got to run our race. Let's think, like run our race. Yeah. Our so race, sometimes racing is a is a team sport still, but you still yes. got to run your leg because you got to run your leg so everybody else running their leg can run their leg. When everybody run their relay the way they're supposed to, you know, you got to win the team together. You know, so that and that's what it's about. You know, you got you got to play your game.
1: You need to go, uh I saw the clip when you talk about the Michael Jackson thing, but we need to make that go viral. That's, that's 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 a great message, brother. Thank you.
0: Oh yeah. Matter of fact, um, everybody on here about to get a little teaser. Um, and you're gonna be in this. I I had a I had an idea of uh-huh. you and I, and it's it's, it's three more guys and mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull together and I wanna do something virtually because it looking like right now, um with these spikes. Yeah. We're not going out nowhere, but we're gonna do something virtually. Uh, we're gonna set it up for impact. I don't know exactly what it is, but I'm I'm gonna get all, all five of us together. We're gonna mm-hmm. brainstorm, we're gonna figure it out. And we just talking about our lane and we we're, we're gonna speak it. from the heart and we're gonna we're we're gonna change it. We're gonna change some stuff around up in here. So y'all, y'all be ready. It's coming.
1: Y'all got a teaser.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> little teaser out there, yep. Y'all get ready. Y'all just got <laughs> guys. it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well what we
0: I like I got three more that's gonna that's gonna jump in the mix too. So Watch out. So, so y'all just gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta, I te- gotta te- a, a teaser.
1: Uh, watch this. <laughs> Carrie Ann said this. Oh boy. Carrie Ann said, we're gonna need a dance battle there too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know my lane. I'm judging.
0: <laughs> what, is
1: <that? laughs> what is that? He say? He know his lane, Carrie Ann. He'll be judging. No dancing. <laughs> Oh man, Woody, thank you, brother. I really appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, we would definitely love to have you back anytime, man. Mr. Sack, you just say the word, you know I'm there. All right, brother. I appreciate you, man. God bless you, man. Love you, brother. Yes, sir. Love you too, my man. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoy that. Hope you enjoyed that. Nah, Carrie. He said he'd be the judge. He would not be dancing. <laughs> but look, uh, hope you guys enjoy that. Um, I thought that was very inspirational. Guys, look, I'm telling you, uh, he's a very humble, humble guy. I don't think I've met an athlete that, has, as, that, that is as humble as he is. When I say he was an incredible athlete at Clemson University, guys, he was incredible. Uh, he's in the Hall of Fame at Clemson. Uh, he was incredible. And he's uh, 18 miles from my hometown. You know, so we, we, we're from the same uh, backyard uh, uh, of the woods. So um, to have him come on the show, you know, he's older than me. You know, he paved the way at Clemson for me and a lot of other guys that went to Clemson University. So um, that was incredible for me, uh, for him to come on there. Uh, So thank you guys uh, for joining in. Uh, We are going to end this show. But if you guys got any questions for me, (laughs) let me know. Um, Guys, I'm going to continue to bring people on. Um, I still plan to bring on a financial person on here, you know, so we can just talk finances and, and learn some financial literacy. Uh, So, if if you guys got anything in the group chat over here in the chat that you guys want to say or any questions for me, uh, right now is that time. And while you guys think about any questions that you may have, um, I'm going to give you guys some reminders. Um, Listen, tomorrow is Work It Out Wednesday. Uh, I will post about that tonight. Don't forget the words for the week is cherish and apply. All right. And then... If you guys want to check out uh, any of my football camp information, go to my website, TheRickySappFoundation.com. Woody said, love y'all. Go be great. Thank you, Woody. We appreciate it. Uh, and again, just to follow up with what he said, man, uh, know what your gifts are and then apply pressure, apply the energy to that gift. Um, we talked about that many times before. Um, be it Stay in your lane and run your race. All right. So. We are gonna end this Talk To Me Tuesday. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. Hey look, just like the pastor always say, go tell a friend to tell a friend and then bring a friend. Did I say that right? I think I said that right. (laughs) So we're gonna end this Talk To Me Tuesday. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, Remember the two words for the week is cherish and apply. Let's cherish life, man. Let's cherish it. Because even though we're going through what we're going through, We still have something that we can be thankful for. We still we still have something that we can cherish. And that's life, guys. That's life. And then apply. Make sure we apply pressure to life this week. Life has been applying pressure to us all year. A new month is coming. I know for a fact that we will finish 2020 strong. That's just facts. Because we are resilient human beings. So make sure you cherish life and then make sure you apply the pressure. To life. So, with that being said, I am going to end this talk to me Tuesday. But before I go, my auntie is going to give me the cue here any minute. I'm just waiting for her to give it to me. <laughs> you guys know what what I I have to end my talk to me Tuesday with. Um, I think it been. I think that uh, people need people. I really think that. I think that people encourage people, and the one thing that can change this world right now. With what we're going through, is love, and that's just my opinion. I think if we spread the love and just tell someone that we love them, I think that the world will uh, get better because love covers everything. All right. So, with that being said, I'm going to end this live. But before I go, my aunt she sent it just she just gave it to me. People need people, people love people. Love is love. With that being said, I love you guys. Auntie Cindy, I love you. Brandon, I love you. Angela, I love you. Woody, I love you, Woody. Thanks for coming on today. Let's see. Carrie Ann, I love you. George Ann, I love you. Roger Jr., I love you. Melissa, I love you, Melissa. I love all of you guys, man. And thank you guys for watching Talk To Me Tuesday. All right. You guys have a great night. God bless you. Dream big, live big.
0: You've been listening to Talk To Me Tuesdays with NFL veteran Ricky Zapp. Tune in Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Want to see and chat with Ricky live on the video broadcast? Visit
1: rickysapp.com.